greetings dinner at Andy's Diners and uh, fans of the program formerly known as Seven Second Delay. Tonight, we bring you a, uh, a very exciting um, beef previously aired clip episode. Clips put together by WFMU staff and WFMU listeners. And if you would like to create a clip of uh, either Seven Second Delay, The Fuzzy Glove Hour, or Dinner at Andy's for use in a future clip show, please ideally put it together and send me the audio file at ken at wfmu.org. If you don't have the ability to edit audio, just send me the date of the show and uh, the beginning and end times of the, uh, of the clip. Coming up, a clip show originally aired, I don't know, a few years ago. Andy, 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 We're going to start with a clip put together by our own Irwin. Uh, this is Andy Breckman telling the story of the time he opened for the Human League. Did the Outsiders have any other songs? Were they a one-hit wonder? Oh, yeah, they did The Bear, The Man on the Dune, What's Wrong With You, You Remind Me. So you're saying no. You're nothing, everything on nothing Earth. Else Summer is here. No, Teach me reading. to forget. You're just reading a list of tracks. But the answer is no. Nothing else we ever heard of. No, they were a one-hit wonder. It's like me in my TV career. Yeah. What was your one hit? Or it's like you. You had that one good show about 12 years ago, remember? Yeah. That morning show you did? Was your hit Monk? Yeah, my one yeah. And Rabbi Finkelman. Was yeah, one, Rabbi Finkelman. <laughs> oh. Rabbi Finkelman's not what they, that's not <laughs> what they yell. <laughs> no, that's when, not what they. When you opened up for Human League. Is pretty much. In how, Washington, D.C. How much longer will you be on the stage, Jew boy? <laughs> That's pretty much, whatever they yelled, that's what they meant. I love the story, and this is true, that Andy Breckman actually opened for Human League yep. in 1982 in Washington, D.C. Thanks, yep. And somebody requested Railroad Bill, I think. I walked out. It was a bad booking. It was a classic. You want to hear the story? Yeah. It's a classic bad booking. I knew it. They knew it. The crowd knew it. The promoters knew it. I walked out, not very happy to be there. And uh, somebody from the balcony yelled, Railroad Bill, which was the name <laughs> of one of my songs. And so for a second there, I thought, hey, you know, right? I've got a fan. So I said, hey, somebody's seen me. And uh, the same voice from the balcony yelled back, yeah, you suck. <laughs> so, that, so that's how my set, that's how the set I was dreading began. I began in a 20-foot hole. <laughs> but but now that you've had decades to think about the yeah. perfect comeback, <laughs> what is the perfect comeback to, yeah, you suck? Well, the perfect comeback should have been packing up the guitar, waving, not saying anything, and leaving the stage. <laughs> Forfeiting the $45 that I was being paid. <laughs> you know what I ended up doing? What? I ended up, uh, the Human League had their set list uh, taped to the... Uh, speakers yeah. on the stage. I ended up just strumming my guitar and making up songs based on their titles of their <laughs> Just kind of improvising. And then... <laughs> wow. It was just horrible. It was, they were so mad at me. And then I, I told them all what to expect, you know, what the Human League's encores will be. So you kind of like made up th their big hit, Don't You Want Me Baby. I kind of did my own version of that. Just can I, can I hear you? Do, can I have I no hear... idea. I want to hear you do a version of Don't You Want Me Baby right now. I can't actually recall it. Here's what I do recall, though. They hated me, and I hated <laughs> them. And then the other memory I have of that is I got uh, after my set, I got paid. I wanted to leave right away. Because if you don't leave right away, you end up hearing the Human League. <laughs> so I wanted to leave right away. And uh, I packed up my guitar, and the, I said, okay, can I get out of here? And there was no back exit, or it was blocked or something. <laughs> and the only, the only way out was through the crowd that had just booed me off the stage. <laughs> I had to walk. It was the longest walk. It was. It was probably a very big crowd, like twenty thousand. It people. was a big. It was a big theater. But oh my God, was that a long walk? I couldn't find the exit. I wonder if over the years they've been telling that story to their friends about recalling with the fondness that folk yeah, singer, that sad, sad boy, who opened for us in Washington. 
that was Andy Breckman telling the story of the time he opened for the Human League from his folk singing career. That clip put together by Irwin from the August 3rd, 2011 episode of Seven Second Delay. This is a clip show. I have to break in now because Ken asked me to and divulge the secret word for tonight's episode of Seven Second Delay, those who are keeping track of the secret words. It's a word spoken during tonight's Seven Second Delay episode. The secret word this evening is Jew Boy. Aaron Clips put together by you, the listeners. Uh, this next one was submitted by listener Dan. Uh, this is a recording of uh, a 2013 marathon when Andy and I had the uh, ill-conceived idea of doing a special two-hour marathon show, and uh, this was how we ki- how we killed some of the extra time. Four hundred ninety-two dollars away from the next spin of the wheel, which is my spin of the wheel. Eight hundred nine eight nine nine three six eight is the phone number. Eight hundred nine eight nine nine three six eight. If you call, you get the punchline to uh, this great riddle: Which is more horrible, a boy jumping off the Empire State Building or a boy jumping off the Empire State Building with snakes on his head. The answer will uh, surprise you and may horrify you. And if you want the answer to that riddle, you have to call the phone number, 800-989-9368. And what do they get? They get other, FM, they get other FMU tchotchkes, don't they? They're yeah, bumper we have, stickers. We and... have a great sticker of fruit stickers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Multiple fruit stickers. Tell us how that works again, Ken. What you do... There's a Safeway supermarket. You go to the... They safe, don't suspect a thing. They don't suspect a thing. You sneak, you, you go... You don't even have to sneak Right, in. you enter wearing your normal casual clothes. As though you're going to buy stuff like fruit. You they get, don't know you have little FMU stickers you in your you pocket. Keep them in your pocket. You go hang around the fruit section. Just kind of loiter around. I can alter it. Spend the whole day there. How could Hitchcock have missed this scenario? Maybe occasionally buy something to make it seem like you're there for yeah, a legitimate purpose. Buy three groceries... <laughs> Just, just to, just to divert suspicion. Then when they close the store, hide <laughs> underneath, hide underneath a table. You might have to kill the security guard. <laughs> then after they close, the security guard will make he'll make one final round, and then he's just going to go sit in a room somewhere. Grab a knife, grab a knife, <laughs> grab a knife from the deli and stab him. Slit his wrist, slit his throat. No, wait. And then, and then you You're have insane. the supermarket to yourself. You killed the security guard. Well, you want to be able to put your stickers on uh, uninterrupted. All right. Well, there's two ways you can go about doing this. I would say you don't have to kill the security guard. Andy, yeah. Andy wants you to kill the security yeah, guard. Six of one. Yeah. And then you stick your WFMU stickers all over the fruit. It's a perfect plan. Yeah. Then you go to sleep. In the morning when the supermarket opens yeah. up again, Yeah. you sneak out. Then you wait for somebody to buy your fruit. This was the plot, by the way, of the first draft of Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> the person who buys he your ended fruit... Up, he ended up doing a big rewrite. The person who buys yeah. your fruit leaves the supermarket. Yeah. You crawl under their car and ride the chassis of the car underneath. That way you go home with them. Yeah, like Cape Fear. Right. Yeah. So now you're home with them. Now you're in their, now you're in their house. You kill their dog. <laughs> go on. <laughs> and you hide... The upstairs bedroom closet. Right. And then the fruit. <laughs> they they, they have... put the fruit they put the fruit on the table. Yes. And you can see their expression change from contentment to curiosity when That's... they notice the different stickers. But you just the have end. To, you have to hope <laughs> that they notice the WFMU stickers before they discover that you killed their dog. You might have to kill a couple of cops to get away. That's why if you pledge $15, you get WFMU fruit stickers. So you can do this yourself at home. Yeah. Skirky, thank you. He says, boy, this show is long, huh? Yeah. And, and I believe that call came in before our little 20-minute fruit sticker riff. Uh, thank you, Dan, for that clip from the 2013 Marathon Wheel of Fate edition. This is a clip show of seven-second delay. Andy's out of town. Uh, The next clip is a real memorable one submitted by listener Luke. This was from uh, March 16th, 2011. Um, I was in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. Andy was in the studio and he called me in my hotel room uh, and uh, then he called security on me in my hotel room. 
Wait, hold on, Ken. I just want to make one quick call, and then uh, and then I'll be right back with you. Uh, oh, hi, yeah. hi, Ken. Listen, I think that there's a problem on the 11th floor. There's someone in room 1110. He's just sobbing. I can hear him through the door. He's <laughs> sobbing and wailing. It sounds like he's in real pain, and I wonder if you could have someone check that out. Did you just call the phone? Yes, it's room 1110. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry, Ken. I just had to make that call. So go ahead, Ken. What were you saying? You actually did. What? You actually called Hold me. Hold on. Ken, well, no, you were saying about Jolie Holland. You say she's a singer-songwriter? Hey, you actually just called the front desk of my hotel. Well, yeah. No, but no, go ahead, Ken. Who, who else do we have next week? Hello. Good. I'm sorry about that. Everything's fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I'm sorry. Okay. Bye-bye. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, I, don't do that again. <laughs> Well, now, now I kind of have to. <laughs> I don't know how I can't. Did we, did we lose Ken? We might have. Wait, did he get mad? It's possible we lost Ken. Wait, oh no, he can't. He can't Ken, are you there? He can't leave. Yeah, his light's still lit. I guess he'll call back. Oh, I hope so. He's so mad. <laughs> That made me so happy. Hi. Hey, hey, Ken. How are you? So you were Good. So you were saying about next week's show? Wait. Who did you call? Sorry about that. You want to know the guy said? Oh, I, when, I'm sure he was very worried about you. Yeah, the front desk was like, yeah. "Are you okay, sir?" And I said, "Everything's fine." I said, "Are you sure you're okay?" <laughs> like, yes, I'm fine. That's reassuring. Yeah. Okay, everybody ready? Wait, hold on. I should should I call Ken's hotel and ask for an extra pillow? I think Ken needs another pillow. No, no, I have plenty of pillows. Do you? More, more than enough. Have you eaten yet? <laughs> there is. Uh, there's no room service at Habitat. I already tried to order him a large, large dinner. No, they have no room service. <laughs> they don't have room service. But I think, I think I'm going to try to order him a pillow with a hole in it, and I'm not going to tell him why he needs that. <laughs> hold on. Let me just call. No, don't, Andy, don't. Okay, Andy, hold Ryan, on, guys. Ryan, Hi, this is Ken Freeman. I'm in room one 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 zero. No, no. I need a pillow. It's not Ken Freeman. Sent upstairs. Uh, yes, an extra pillow. Is there any way I can have a hole drilled into that or dug out of it? I can't really tell you why, no. but but I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, I, well, no, it doesn't have to be, okay, even without a hole, but a hole would be great. When, when he comes up, I'll tell you why. Thank you very much. Ryan, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, yeah. standing by then. Um, so okay, we're ready, we're ready to, we're ready first, to play. The first yeah. Beatles snippet, so. Yeah, okay. All right. Ryan, you and I are playing together against Andy. Yeah, well. All right. Ken's going to be distracted because his, his, his bride slash pillow will be up soon. <laughs> And the uh, security guards not only came by to my hotel room during that show, but they hung outside uh, for the next two days also, just to make sure that I was okay. Uh, the next clip on tonight's 7 Second Delay Clip Show is one of my favorites. This is where Andy Breckman and I channeled the radio. We plugged our headphones into an AM-FM radio, and we scanned the dial looking for... Uh, radio programs or commercials that had two people talking and then Andy would take one person's role and I would take the other person's role and the WFMU listening audience could only hear us they could not hear the radio dial that we heard in our headphones and uh, it went along fine until we accidentally landed on our own radio show and what ensued is the closest I've ever come to an acid trip without the acid from Brook, New Jersey. Our Imperial Mosquito. Willie Wilcon Production. No Entasiete. Yes, they can. Yeah. We are the hope of the father that goes to the father that goes to work before dawn and lies awake with doubt that tells him he cannot give his children the same opportunity that someone gave him. Yes, yes he, he can. can. 
We are the hope of the woman who for years was sitting, was uh, whose uh, city would not be rebuilt, that she cannot reclaim the life that was swept away in a terrible storm. I'm saying, yes, we can. Last time you opened a quarterly statement for your 401k, you did a double take. You saw how much money you lost. Little did you know that even in good times, you could be losing thousands of dollars thanks to the fees tucked inside one's most retirement plans. Ah! <laughs> Wait a minute. That's us. <laughs> ah! It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Wait, Ken, I'm freaking out. <laughs> ah! Wait, Wait a minute. That's us. That's us. Ken, now I'm freaking out. We're hearing us. We're hearing us oh, no. freak out about hearing us. It's like, it's like a Twilight, Twilight Zone episode. episode. Wait. Wait. Ken, I'm freaking out. Now I'm freaking out even more. Ah! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. I'm hearing Wait. us. We're I'm hearing us. To the Twilight Zone. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> because of the delay, it's on a loop. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Wait, I'm hearing Wait. us. Now I'm free. It's a Twilight Zone episode. Because of, because the, delay, of the delay. It's a terrible loop. Oh, thank God. We were on a horrible treadmill. It was, it was a little mini Groundhog Day. Do, 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 do. Da da do da 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 do da 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 bop do bop. That was the channeling the radio episode of Seven Second Delay, and uh, next we're going to go to the heyday of Occupy Wall Street. This was not the show where Andy and I broadcast from Zuccotti Park itself. Uh, this was the week before where Andy uh, riffed on reading the signs of Occupy Wall Street. It's a shame that we weren't able to do the show tonight from Occupy Wall Street. But yeah, I wanted to go, but uh, I guess the weather forecast said there might be a little moisture on the ground. Uh-huh. Might be some dew on the grass. Well, they were saying rain. Yeah, they were saying rain, and you got scared. You I got mean, us scared of a little rain. Well, we're good. we would have been out there with electronic equipment, so I you know, didn't want the equipment to get all shorted yeah, out. Yeah, that's really courageous of you. You know what you sound like to me a little bit? What? You sound like one of the 1%. One of, one of the Wall Streeters. Yeah, that's one. Of, that's the problem. Is the one percent, and that sounds like you are part of the one percent. I'm part of the ninety-nine percent. The cool kids out there with the checks and the signs. I think and, it's, less, uh, it's less than one percent. I think one percent's too big. <laughs> we just call it. We just say one percent. And they're the problem. Don't you understand? They're the problem. I think it's the, the, just listen. Just read the signs. You know, it's like you don't even read the signs, and they're the kind of people like you. Little weather forecast. Who, the tenth of one percent? Yeah, the one percenters. Oh man, they make me mad. Oh man, if only they'd wise up. Why do they make all you mad? my problems would be solved? <laughs> Why are you? So if only those one percenters. Oh man, don't you don't you read the signs? Don't you read the signs? We want democracy, not capitalism. Therefore, wait, the one percenters. Wait, hold on. The one percenters are for the capitalisms, and the, we want the democracy. Just read the signs. For the There's no way one plane could bring down a building that size. Just read the signs. Are you saying there's truthers out there? Just read the signs. The Jews on Wall Street don't understand. The one percenters have wait, to wise up. Wait, 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 wait. You're, read you're, the signs. Now you're blaming it on the Jews? I on... am not paying my student loan, and that's all I'm saying. You're, you're a student <laughs> loan from your two weeks at BU? I am not paying it. If I owe it, I'm not paying it. No way I'm writing a check to Chase or uh, Lehman Brothers. Read the signs. Ken, just go downtown and read the signs. I am going to go downtown. Good. And when you're down there, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Read the signs. The signs that say, like, we are the 99%. Just read the signs. It all makes sense when you read the signs. I wish every economist in the country would just go down there with a I, camera I, and take pictures I, of the signs. I, 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 
It would all be so clear. I don't think I need to read the signs. Just read the signs. I'm on their side already. Good. You're the one who needs to. No, no, I'm on their side. No, you're not. I wasn't, but then you know what I did? I read the signs. What was the sign that that radicalized you? Something about, I can't remember, democracy, the capitalism, we don't don't work for the pigs, I don't know, something. (laughs) Just read the signs. I don't think the billionaires don't, don't contribute anything. They don't make anything. Read the signs. Thank God those kids have crayons and cardboard. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be lost. I wouldn't understand how this economy is working or what's wrong with the economy. Oh, I can't wait for you to go there. We gotta go. Yeah, you'll get pepper sprayed. Oh man, they they will hate you, and I'm bringing pepper spray with me. They won't hate me. I'm oh. on their side. No, you're not. I used to be. I I used to have a problem with them. I used to mock them, but you're, then, you know what I did? I read the signs. You're mocking them right now? I'm not! And when, I, I read the signs. And, and when we go down the there... Signs, and and you, know be, they mean, you know they're sincere because a lot of the signs are written in feces. Did you? And that is sincerity. <laughs> did you see how they treated Geraldo? No. Oh, there's a great video. They surround him. They do? Yep, they surround him and start chanting at him. Because he represents, not Fox News, listen to what I'm saying, phone news. Phone news. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Not Fox News. Do right. you hear what I'm saying? F-A-U-X. I yeah, that's a joke we do down there. I get it. Yeah. I got it from one of the signs. So when we go down there, you'll be like Geraldo, and they'll be surrounding you. No! Only, I'm on their side. Only one difference. What? I'll be handing out pepper spray. <laughs> you'll be handing out yeah. pepper spray? Yeah. Well, they won't, be, they won't be spraying me. Oh, yes, they will. No, I read the signs. Thank God those kids made signs. Otherwise, I'd be confused. You think they're so stupid. No, I yes, would never use yes, that. I used to think that, but then I'll tell you what I did. I went down there, read the signs. Got it. I implore all our listeners to do the same. You're obsessed with the uh, Occupy Wall Street protesters and feces. Where does that come from? Have, have, well, there, I guess they, have, have there been any I'm cases sh- of them making things out of feces? I'm sure they hand out crayons and magic markers, but they get lost or they run out. Yeah. And so some of them have been using feces to make their signs. I see. That's how you make your point. That's how you prove that you're sincere. With, with a feces marker. Yeah. Capitalism okay. equals death in yeah. feces. Are you going to bring a sign with you? Uh, I'm going to bring my feces. <laughs> bring a little... Be a little bucket of feces. Yeah. You're going to make the sign. I'm going to make a sign. Out of my feces. <laughs> That's how it works, my friend. You mock them, you make the sign. I'll bring, a little, I'll bring a little paintbrush. I used to be very closed-minded, but now I'm open to everything. I see. Since your evening at Zuccotti Park. Since my evening at Zuccotti. You know, I went down there. I'm not going to lie to you, Ken. I respect you too much to lie to you. Uh-huh. I went down there to mock them. Yes. I went down there expecting to just find a bunch of college kids and runaways and criminals mm-hmm. just hanging out, enjoying themselves. But I learned, and, and at first that's what I saw. From a distance, that's what I thought I saw. But you found that they made a lot of sense. No, they're just talking gibberish. They're insane. But somehow they're signs. The signs they made. I it's see. the signs, Ken. And uh, we'll be down there reading the signs. Yeah. The signs don't sway me. You know it sways me? The bongos? Yeah, the drumming. Yeah, the yeah. constant, constant bongos? Yeah. Tea Party hardly had any bongos. No. Tea Party don't do bongos. All right, can we start the show now? For the love of God, yes. Yeah. Okay, By so... all that's holy. We want... Start the show. Uh, Andy showing his great disdain for uh, the Occupy Wall Street movement on tonight's clip show of 7 Second Delay. If you would like to submit a clip for next week or sometime later this summer... Uh, please email them to me at ken at wfmu.org. They can be any length. Uh, I've received clips from one minute long to 20 minutes long. I'm not airing any of the super long ones tonight. I might do that next week. Here's a real short one submitted again by Irwin. This is uh, Andy Breckman telling the story of the time he got stuck on an escalator. We're on the escalator now. Right, the escalators are just like, uh, just like steps, but they're moving. Funny story, I was on an escalator at a mall about two and a half years ago, and I was stuck on the escalator. There was a power failure. I was stuck there for about an hour and a half. Why didn't you just walk up or down? What? <laughs> Why didn't you just walk? No, walk? It's an, it was an escalator. <laughs> yeah, which is moving stairs. The power went off. So what right. happened then? 
The stairs what? <laughs> the stairs stopped. The stairs stopped. So, right. so, so why didn't you I have just... my cell phone. I could entertain myself. But it, panic. So they turned into regular non-moving stairs. Go ahead. <laughs> and you could have just walked to the top or the bottom of them. There was no, there was no reason why you had to be st stuck in the middle of the steps. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. No, and of course, in hindsight, 2020. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right about that. Should we talk to the security lady who's we'll going to be in? The okay. All right. Uh, that was recorded at the Hyatt in Jersey City when we were attempting to do our uh, Super Bowl special, another miserably failed concept. The next clip was uh, submitted by listener Paul. This is Andy attempting to uh, phonetically read Spanish and uh, tell a listener a joke. Ken, please, let me do the talking. Don't Hola. embarrass yourself. Hi, is this Javier? Hola. Javier. 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 Oh, Javier. This Javier. Is, uh, Javier. Tom. Tom gave us your phone number. You're on the radio. You're on WFMU uh, on the radio. We're friends of Tom's. Uh, Thomas? Thomas, yes. We're friends of Thomas. Si. How is old Thomas doing? Uh, uh, no, that... uh, what the hell is this guy saying? Javier, oh, Spanish. Javier, we will oh. call... hey, say Javier, we will call you back, okay? Why? No, Javier, we have a joke for but... you. This is good. I'll try it out. But don't he doesn't. Javier. No, but it's it's like in uh, it's like in My Fair Lady. Okay. They go, to, they, go they test it out. They okay. test out Eliza yeah. Doolittle at the ball at the first ball. See? Okay, here we go. Ha I, Javier. Javier, um, we have a funny joke. Habla inglés. Poco, poco. Poco. He only speaks what a little the? bit of English. Perfect. We're rolling. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. I have a I have a joke for you. A joke. Thomas. Thomas said, "You like to laugh." See. Si. Hold on, let me look this up. C. Hold on. C. Yes, that's an affirmative. We're rolling. That's a green light. Here's the joke, sir. Un tipo conducendo. Oh, you heard me. Conduciendo. Yeah. Don't correct me. This is the test. To es puse. Un tipo. You heard me. Le llama aso telefono. Aya la vica. <laughs> Aya le vice. Este muchacho es muy loco. See, you're out of your mind. I, Javier, you're preaching, you're preaching to the converted. Said, Thomas said, you are a very patient and kind man. Okay, we're continuing the joke. Uh, Carreño, ten cuidados. En el... No... TC Arrow. Decent Kiai. Uloco Cone. Dociendo. Edvia Contraria. El Hombre Contesta. Uno. Get ready. Iciendo <laughs> Deos. Ah. Esta muy loco. That's crazy. That's crazy uh, funny. Crazy funny. Hey, no, 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 no. No. See. Javier. He's yelling at his, Javier, yelling at his Rottweiler. Javier. Javier. You can tell that joke at parties now. You feel free to take this joke and make it yours. Our gift to you. Muy loco. Muy loco. God bless you and your work. Thank you, Javier. Thank you, Javier. Gracias. Yeah, un gracias. Okay, so I got... Javier, I, I un got, loco. I got Javier's... Him, him loco. I got Javier's laugh, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I'd like to hear the laugh when I got to the punchline. Let's all be very, very quiet. Beth, we're going to ask you to be quiet. Now we're going to hear... We're going to try to hear this. It's a sound so faint. El hombre contesta uno... Get ready. Iciendo, <laughs> Deos. Okay, now do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the noise? Uh, the laugh. That was the punchline. Oh, that was the punchline. And are now, we queued up on the laugh? We are queued up on the laugh. Why do we give listeners time to turn off all appliances and to turn their radio up as loud as it could possibly go? Okay, everyone listen. Everyone be very, very quiet. 
We're going to hear the laugh. This is Javier's live for this kind of reaction. This is Javier's. This is Javier's reaction, reaction. to the punchline. Here we go. Uh. Ah. <laughs> there you go. That's music to uh. my ears. Ah. <laughs> can yes, we hear that again? Uh... Oh, we can hear that as many times as you want, Andy. <laughs> can I tell you something? I was afraid I wasn't saying it right. Ah. Uh. Uh. I was afraid I went off the track somewhere. Uh. There it is. Ah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, now uh, that I'm hearing it again, it sounds almost like a pity sort of yeah, sigh. It is. That's oh, what it is. Oh. He right. pities me. All right. So now. Uh, so I didn't. So I didn't get a chance. If somebody can, if somebody's really bilingual and they can correct me, oh, I think that would be. Better. That was terrible. I know it was terrible. That was just awful. I don't even know that he could understand what you were saying. He probably couldn't even understand it, what, what you were talking. He about. had to understand enough to pity me. It wasn't like I was babbling just just random noises. I, I think to him you were just babbling <laughs> random noises. No, I think I achieved genuine pity, which you wouldn't achieve if it was just babbling. You would pity somebody who's babbling but random you noises. Wait. How did he know it was the punchline before he let out that kind of sad song? Just from the way you said, Uno. No, I think he knew that was the punchline. He may not have gotten but it. But you said you you said I was he, close enough to know. For him to know it was a punchline. You said, here it comes. You can go to hell. Thank you, listener Paul, for that clip. Uh, now we're going to play a short one submitted by Kevin. This one is on the theme of Cat Stevens. And we're doing our next live show from Monty Hall on Friday night, December 5th. And what do you have planned for that? Uh, Wait, uh, don't tell me. Let me just show up. Let me be surprised. I like that better, to tell you the truth. I would prefer, to, I would prefer if you left the booking to me. And didn't interfere. Who are, we, who are we going after? What do you mean, who are we I going mean, who, who, who do you have your eye on as far as booking? I have a number of people. <laughs> no, wait, you, you mentioned someone before the show. You should mention it. Yeah, Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens is in town, and some other booking he had that week fell through. That's right, and he said he wanted WFMU. He did? Yeah. He has in the past? He's expressed interest. Can I show him some of your uh, Prophet Muhammad doodles? Sure. He'll get such a kick out of them. He will. He has a good sense of humor about desecrating <laughs> he, the prophet. He does. I'll wait till he's on stage, though. And I know you have some great... I'll uh, wait till he's between songs. You have some career advice for him. I do. Yeah, I do have some career advice. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Stick with the name Cat Stevens. The name that's on your hit album covers. I know. What's, what's he been calling himself? Yusuf Islam. Yeah, Yusuf Islam. Why don't we call that a, a plan B? I don't know. I think the name Yusuf Islam's catching on. Yeah, it there's, is. There's a on. billion people <laughs> in the world who practice Islam. How many people in the world practice Cat Stevens? Look, all we need is 60 people to, to <laughs> fill that stupid room you built. <laughs> I think either name will do fine. Uh, and Cat Stevens never, never called us back. Uh, the next clip is a remix done by People Like Us, our own People Like Us, of the Friday Night Program Do or DIY. This was uh, an outgrowth of the program in which Andy tried to get our listeners to sing the Beach Boys song, God Only Knows, one word at a time. People Like Us took Andy's instructions and uh, made this out of it. Uh. I may not always love you, always love you, but long as there are stars above you. But long as, but long as, but long as there are, okay, but long as, I may not always love you, beep, 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 but long as, but ready long, ready as, but long as. I may not always love you, as long as there are stars. But long as there are stars, there are stars, stars, there are stars. Wait, you're going to be there. Long as there are stars, long as there, that's there, that's you right there, there, right there, that's your note, there, there. 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 Long as there, there, okay, there. that's you, are. Are there are stars? Are there ready? Are ready stars? I may not always love you. Right. Uh, here we go. I may not always love you, but long as above and then you and then the word and then we're beginning the next verse. I'll or the next line. 
Oh, I got to put it on my iPod. Uh, I mean, as long as there are stars above you. Above no, you. no, no. Yule, comma, Yule. As long as there are stars above you, comma, pause, Yule. Never need to doubt him. That word is above. Okay. And he, and it goes, of course, like this. But long as there are stars above, 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 stars. above, above, you'll. But long as there are stars, as long as there are stars above you, you'll, you'll never need to doubt it. Oh. There are stars above you, you'll, and then never need. You'll never, you'll never, that's right, never, need, need, need. never, need, never, need. Okay, here we go. As long as there are stars above you, you'll, two, to doubt it. Here we go. You'll never, ready? One, two, three. Never, 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 two, to doubt it. As long as there are stars above you, you'll never need. I'll make you so sure about it. I'll make you. I'll make you. I'll make you. I'll make you. I'll, I'll, I'll make you. I'll, that's you. I'll, 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 I'll make, I'll make, 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 I'll make you, you, I'll make you. You'll never need to doubt it. I'll make you. As long as there are stars above you, you'll never need to doubt it. So sure, I'll make you so sure, so sure about it. Here we go. For the love of God. So, so. I'll make you so, okay. so, I'll make you so sure about, 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 about it. It, 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 so sure about it. No, you'll never need to doubt it. I'll make you, yeah. God, God, God only, that's you, only, only, perfect, knows, God, only, knows, God only knows, ready, I'll make you so sure about it, God only say God, and only, only say only, God only say God, I'll make you so sure about it, God only knows, okay, what I'd be without you, I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you'll never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows and what I'd be without you. That is what's known as a seven second delay remix. Feel free to create your own remix for a future clip show and email it to me at ken at WFMU. Org. Up next, uh, a short clip of Andy's infamous interview with the great Carl Perkins. We just need somebody else who's in a band who wants to play royalty roulette against Christopher here to give us a call at 201-209-9368. You don't have to be in the band. Uh, you can be a sycophant. You can be the band's graphic designer. What else can they be? Uh... The girl the band date rapes. Great. After uh, yeah. after the live show. I, I was waiting for your first rape joke. It's the first rape joke I said out loud. Oh, you've been repeating rape jokes. It's here. my fourth rape joke. I see. Man, the show that's going on in my head is so fantastic. I really wish I could share it with you. Oh my God. What what is it that's going on in your head that you can't share? Right now, I'm interviewing. The late uh, Carl Perkins. Uh huh. What What are you and Carl talking about? Sea World. <laughs> was he a fan? <laughs> he, loved, he loved Sea World. Yeah. <laughs> Would he go there with the million dollar quartet? Hey, hold on, hold on, Ken. He's playing Blue Suede Shoes. We just let him sing. Carl and Jerry Lee and and Elvis and Elvis and Johnny Cash would hang out and um, me and me and watch the Killer Whale show. <laughs> Oh, man, the show in my head. Okay. Oh, man, the show in my head. People, you've got to trust me. It's amazing. Hi, you're on the air. Especially you're... compared to this crap. Hi, you're on the air. But I guess I'll do my crying in the rain. It's the same, the same idea. All right, so we still need a Hold contest. on, Ken. Hold on, Ken. Carl Perkins is talking. Okay, what's he saying? Oh, he's telling a great story. About what? About him and Elvis uh -huh. getting drunk in Memphis. Yeah. Sun Studios, uh -huh. Sam Phillips. Yep. That's it? 
No, you go on with your show. Okay. Go ahead. You just go. I'm enjoying this. We need somebody else to call us at 201-209-9368. Somebody who's in a band who wants to play Royalty Roulette against Christopher. I believe that song was called Rocket 88. Oh, um, oh did I say that out loud? Yeah, you oh, did. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was talking in my head. I was doing the show in my head uh, about some studios. Okay. No, we'd love to hear it. I mean, everybody, everybody knows the Beatles version of, of the song. Which of song? Hun Honey, don't. But we'd love to hear yours. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, this is Matt. Hey, Matt. What's the name of your band? Drats. Drats, like D-R-A-T-S? Is there any way I could ask oh. you and your friends to keep it down a little, Ken? That was the, uh, the great Andy Breckman interview with uh, the great Carl Perkins. On tonight's clip episode of Seven Second Delay, um, Andy's in Germany, offending people on the street, uh, not far from Dusseldorf, and he will be back a couple of weeks from now, at which point I'll be gone, so there may not be any uh, brand new Seven Second Delays with both Andy and I in attendance, hence the clip show. You can email clips to me at ken at WFMU. Org. The next episode also submitted by Irwin. This is when Andy invited uh, listeners over his house for a barbecue. It was a video broadcast, and in the middle of the show, Andy demonstrates his technique for dealing with telemarketers. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Doing great, thanks. Thanks for asking, Ken. How are you? I'm great. What's life like in uh, Morris County over there? Well, I'll look out the window and see. Hold on. Pretty quiet. Pretty yeah. fine, actually. Thank you for asking. Yeah, no problem. Hey, and thank you, Ken. Thank you so much for suggesting having a camera crew and some of our listeners come to my house today. Yeah, no problem. I screened all the people who are going over your house very carefully, um, and they swore up and down that none of them were serial killers. And I, I believe them. Yeah, you're not allowed to lie about that. Yeah. I don't think you're thrown right. That's a violation of your parole. But he came was one person had two murders, but one of them was actually uh, legal manslaughter. And there was three years between the two murders. So technically not a serial killer. I can never tell when you're joking. So you're safe. I've known you for 25 years and I still don't know when you're joking. So the premise of tonight's show... Yeah, oh, I meant to ask you. Thanks for bringing that up. What's the premise of tonight's show, Kenny? Um, listeners are going over your house for the wait, first... Wait, 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 wait. Tap the brakes, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the premise of tonight's show, you called and said that there was some new uh, highfalutin, high-end video equipment that yeah. the station is renting that you want to test. Right. And you asked if you could broadcast live from my house. Specifically, I asked if we could broadcast live from your masturbatorium. And you said that was off limits. Uh, I, I'll give you a peek of the masturbatorium. Okay. You promise? Uh, uh, one of the cameramen is in there right now, so we have to wait. It's all about timing. Okay. We can wait. Uh, you know, the most important part of a masturbatorium, the doorbell. No joke. Really? Yeah, no joke. The other most important part of the masturbatorium? Well, I can tell you the least. I can tell you the uh, the element of the masturbatorium that I now wish I did not install. What? The window. <laughs> I am on an iPad walking around my house. Like, as oh. I pan this living room, there's nothing of value here at all. Oh, I see a, a, I see a great deal of value. Oh, and I want to also point out while we're panning my killer uh, watchdog. Oh. I'll see you alive if I give the word. If you look at me funny. What's the dog's name? Liberace. Liberace. Okay. And listeners who want to watch the video stream of tonight's program can get it off WFMU.org, right off yeah. our homepage, or they can watch it on uh, either the iPhone or Android app that WFMU has out, the most current version. Yeah, you don't want to miss this. Oh, hey, Ken, it's a, uh, it's a telemarketer. Should I get it? Yeah, let's see how you deal with telemarketers. Okay. Oh, this is great. Hello? United War Veterans. Okay, yes, sir. Oh, is he oh, going to screw with a United War Veterans telemarketer? Well, here's the problem. I have this condition where I can't say when people ask me for money. I, I give them all the money we have uh, in all our bank accounts. And so my mom told me I'm not allowed to talk to telemarketers anymore. 
I just can't say no. If anybody asks me for any money, I just give them our credit card number. It's like a, it's a weird reflex. It's a big problem. Okay, hold on. I'll get my credit card. It's a MasterCard. <laughs> five five two three, four eight three nine, two eight four nine. You can max it out. Take whatever you want. It sounds like a good cause. God bless you and your work. Bye. Well played, Andy. That's how it's done. That's exactly how it's done. That's how you make sure they'll never bother you again. You tell them you've just given them all your money. <laughs> Andy Breckman and the amazing 12-digit credit card. On tonight's clip show of 7-Second Delay, our next clip was recorded at the UCB Theater back when Andy and I were uh, broadcasting live from the UCB Theater every other week. This was the week that uh, we received induction into the New Jersey Radio Hall of Fame, I think. And uh, the highlight here is Andy's acceptance speech. If I can give a brief acceptance speech, okay. I'd like uh, to thank... Go for it. I'd really like to thank uh, my high school teacher, Robert Knoll, um, who recognized my talent in radio very early on. And I'd also yeah. like to thank all my colleagues at WFMU for providing a support system in the face of um, Andy's constant sarcasm and negativity. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. That's pretty thank, good. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for all your help. Thank you. Okay, I have a, I'd like to say a few words. Uh, thank you, Rich. Jay. Thirty years ago, if somebody had told me that I would be standing here tonight receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award from the New Jersey Radio Museum, I probably would have said, who are you? Why are you making all these weird predictions about my life? Do I know you? How did you get in here? I probably would have kept him talking while secretly trying all the authorities. Or if I couldn't, I'd probably try to gesture behind my back and try to flag down a passerby. But then years later, after I've been doing the radio show for a while, I'd probably remember the old guy and those weird predictions, and I'd say, holy Christ, maybe he really was psychic, and I'd think I should track him down because, you know, I would want to ask him about other stuff. But then I'd probably stop and say, wait a minute, he's probably still mad at me because the last time I saw him, I called him. So I'd go to the bank and take out $500 because I figure even if he was still pissed off, He's a psychic reading for $500. So I'd knock on his door and I'd say, hello. And he'd say, hello. And I'd say, do you remember me? And he would say, yeah, what do you want? And then I'd stop and I'd think, wait a minute. If he was really psychic, he would not say, what do you want? <laughs> a real psychic would know what I wanted. Maybe he was just lucky 30 years ago when he said that thing about being on the radio, or maybe he used to have special psychic powers and then somehow lost them over the years, but either way, I'm certainly not paying him $500 today, so I'd just say, never mind, and I'd walk away, and then I'd feel pretty good, I'd feel like I just made $500, <laughs> and everybody knows that feeling, it's like if you're planning to buy something or planning a big vacation, and then you change your mind at the very last minute, you feel like you made some money even though in reality you didn't earn a nickel, it's just a trick of the mind. So I'd probably feel pretty good for the rest of the day. Well, maybe not the whole day. Probably for about a half hour. Well, I'm out of time. Thank you for this award. That was Andy Breckman's acceptance speech upon being inducted into the New Jersey Radio Hall of Fame. We have time for a couple more clips tonight. Again, if you have any clips to submit for future episodes, please email them to me at ken at wfmu.org. This one is submitted again by listener Luke. Uh, it's a great listener phone call about an interesting phenomenon that takes place on the highways of this great nation. You're not going to believe it, Andy. 
I can't. You're not going to tell me we have someone on the air. We have a caller. Why do you tease me? Why do you taunt me like this? It's Kathy in Pennsylvania. Hi, Kathy. You're on the radio. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? We're doing great now that you called. Good. Yeah, you're this one. You're going to love this. Okay. Okay. Road game. My sister came up with this. My parents hated it. I, uh, I love it already. We would, we would drive out west. We drive to Arizona in at the end of January, uh, leaving from. This is when I lived in Connecticut. So we drive west. As you're leaving in the middle of winter, there's a phenomenon where truckers will pee in bottles and they throw them out the window. Oh yeah, Mickey's. And we would count the the bottles of pee. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt. Hold on. I'm so sorry. It's already the best game. It's already the best game I ever heard of. In the middle of Pennsylvania, because there's truck stops out west, you know. But wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about these Mickeys? Are, do they, do they um, screw a top on the bottle, or are they just throwing yeah, it out? Well, for, for, the, for a while, we didn't believe her, because she's like, there's bottles of pee. And we're like, nah, it's just soda. But you, they would pee, pee in either like a soda bottle, or they actually sell always the wide mouth kind of bottles. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'd see they would actually take gallon jugs and they weren't throwing them out the window. They were placing them because it'd be like 12, like right next to each other. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So it's a... Uh, I'll tell you something about truckers. They love urinating. Well, I and think, that's they, I think they hate system. stopping. Oh, yeah, they hate stopping. Yeah, that's the thing. So what is the game that you concocted? They count the but, urine bottles. It was, I think the game was more grossing my... Mo- but my mom actually became the champion of counting the bottles because she was always she got them first. Wow. Do you mean if you spot a bottle that no one else could count? Point. It's your point. No one else can can count that same bottle. Right. And, and are you saying that the bottles of urine that the truckers throw out generally, they put the cap back on? Well, that's like something that's screwable cap. They right. would go to the extent of like yeah, putting like 20 bottles together in a nice, neat pile. Uh-huh. But for the most part, they were just chucked single bottles. Right. That's how you do it. Huh. Yeah. I like that game. It, it was, we loved it. I would love it. I, I can't believe I've never looked for urine bottles on the side of the road before. Well, you got to look in the wintertime. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll never not see them again. Because they're warm and, against, and they kind of <laughs> melt in the snow? Yeah, why the winter? Because they don't want to get out of the truck, I guess, because it's a lot harder to pull off oh. in a city situation and find somewhere to park your truck to go pee. I don't right, know. right. I mean, I'm no trucker. It's what we call Mickey's. Huh. Now, have you ever peed while driving, Ken? <laughs> uh, not while driving, but I, I have had that problem while, while being they in a boat. They sell devices. In a boat. They sell, oh, in like, a boat. funnels. Yeah. So you can do no, that. I don't know how to solve that problem in a boat. You're alone in a boat in the middle of a lake, and you mm-hmm. have to pee. I don't, man, that is a problem. It is a That's problem. That's a conundrum. Yeah. No way to solve that one. No. Wait, I had an idea. I'll tell you later. I, I had to go to a pharmacy and buy a special bottle for that problem. Now, that's why I love rental cars, because you don't have to use a bottle. Wait, you just pee in the car? Yeah, rental car. A rental car. But then you have to sit in the car. Well, for a couple of days at most. A rental car. It's not your car. somebody else's credit card, sure. Yeah, it's not your car. No, I understand. That's the joy it's of still, hotel rooms, rental cars. You can pee anywhere you want. That's why people love rental cars. I, no, that's not why people love... Nobody else does that. You're the only person who does that. Nobody else pees in their rental car. A rental car. I'm, you're not even listening to me. It's not your car. I, I understand. So you don't need a bottle. No, I understand, but nobody... It belongs to Hertz or Avis. Yeah, but nobody wants to be in the car after somebody has peed in it. I don't dispute that. That's true. But you do. You don't mind, apparently. You pee in I your... I see your point. No, yeah. I'm getting your point. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's wrong with me? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. All right, well, look out your windows Thanks, in the middle Kathy. of January at the side of the highway. And I can't wait. Bottles. I can't wait to ne- for my next winter drive. Yeah, with oh, Kathy's mother. Thank you, listener Kathy. We have time for one more clip. This is a discussion of the phenomenon known as the seven-second delay curse. Hey, we're on a roll, by the way. Uh, a lot of people noted that last week we did the advanced obituary show. Yes. And... Uh, 
an hour after the show ended, yes. uh, Toshi Seeger, yes. uh, Pete Seeger's wife, uh, the announced she died. I believe he had three wives. I believe he has three current no, wives. No, he only had one wife. Oh. And we did an advance obituary for him, and then she died right after the show. And you felt bad about week. that? I did feel bad. She died, I believe, if I can correct you, sir, before the show. She did die before the show, but it wasn't. It didn't come out publicly until after the show. But the bottom, she uh, didn't hear the show. She missed our show. And then about three weeks before that, uh, there was a, quite a lengthy anecdote about James Gandolfini being a jerk-off. Yeah. A, a listener called in with that. And then right after the show, uh, the world learned that James Gandolfini had died. What does that mean? What people, I'm, I'm, I, look, I don't subscribe to this, but a lot of people are saying there's a seven-second delay curse. Well, there is a seven-second delay curse. It affects you and me. <laughs> and our listeners, but I don't think it's anything more than coincidence. Look, James Gandolfini, uh, he weighed 420 pounds. He was going. and uh, weighed 420? He weighed 420 when he died. Really? Wow. That's big. Well, I made that up, but I'm... Yeah, you uh, made that up. He wasn't that big. It's still worth... He wasn't 420. Oh, oh, because now I make something up, and now you're just going to disregard it. (laughs) And then Pete Seeger's wife, I believe, unless I'm wrong, was 135 years old. No, she wasn't. So it's not No, that no, surprising. no. You're just... All right. We actually have time for one more. We'll go back to listener Paul uh, and a seven-second delay clip that deals with Andy's fascination with Jane Mansfield and uh, my best zinger. You think he'll come back if I call him again? How many times could I get him back in here? He won't fall for that again. I bet he will. I bet you he won't. Do you have any candy? <laughs> Do you have a shiny quarter? Uh, I might have a shiny quarter. Hey, Jeff. No, seriously, Jeff. I'm not kidding. Don't do it, Jeff. No, Jeff, come on in for one second. Jeff, don't do it. Jeff. Wait, Jeff. Be a hey, man. what is this? What did I find here? Be a man, Jeff. Wait. Is this a picture? Oh, it's a, is this a picture of Jane Mansfield? Jane Mansfield. <laughs> Jane Mansfield. Can we modernize? <laughs> I've never seen a picture like this. What is that some kind of negligee? Jane Mansfield in some kind of negligee. Can we mock your references? Jane Mansfield, it's just embarrassing that an attractive woman, you go for Jane Mansfield. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Who who do you suggest? Um, Megan Fox. Okay. Okay, that'll bring you up to 2010. That's a little much. I'd like to come. I'd like to be brought up to like two thousand four. Two thousand four. Who would that be? Britney Spears. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. Not even then. <laughs> Who was the pinup? That's not Farrah Fawcett. No. But but Farrah Fawcett's better than Jane Mansfield. Okay, we'll go. I'll go incrementally. Let's get up gradually. Yeah, yeah come up. Yeah. To, come up to nineteen seventy-five. Farrah Fawcett. How did you get in here? Hey Jeff, come meet Farrah Fawcett. Except that she died. Sorry yeah. Sorry yeah. To hear. Where were you when you heard Farrah Fawcett had died? Uh, Dealey Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> it was a remarkable coincidence. <laughs> great answer. That's a great answer. That's a good, you know where I was? Where? Dealey Plaza. <laughs> that doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. No, because you, you got there first. It still works. Damn. <laughs> great answer. Oh, man. I can't wait till people forget you said that. <laughs> and hey. then, then it'll be mine. That zinger shall be mine. That was a clip show that aired a couple of years ago. And uh, next week, Dinner at Andy's shall return with a new episode. Not necessarily a live episode. If you would like to send in a clip, please send me a high-quality MP3 or wave or flack or AIFF file to Ken at WFMU.org. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Stay tuned next for Weekly World Blues with Matt Fibash.
this is the sound of the blues scale. The blues scale is very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case, I was playing A. Blues come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain. Now, baby, 
Come on, children. 